should think oh. she falls dead. Yes, I like cause I love you. I'd be twice the one she was. I love you. What have Could I that Mrs. Lovett, you're a bloody wonder, eminently practical, yet appropriate as always. As you said repeatedly, there's little point in dwelling on the past. Now come here, my love. Not a thing to fear, my love. What's dead is dead. The history of the world, my pet. Oh, Mr. Toad, oh, Mr. Toad, leave it to me. Is learn forgiveness and try to forget. Once Mr. Toad will become very cozy by the same Mr. Toad, but there's no one knows And him. life is for the alive, my dear. So let's keep living it. Just keep living it. Really living it. <laughs> I like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, I like to watch? I like to watch. All right, uh, well, Happy New Year. Glad to be back here in January on 2023. Um, and we are back to our regular thing i am don hall this is donnie smith and this is the i like to watch podcast back to our regular thing we have a movie before we get to the movie donnie i have two this specific movie is my choice but this specific movie um really begs two questions i'm curious about your thoughts on Mm -hmm. um the first one is sort of that that concept of having that director actor sort of uh, repeated legacy that like sort of like Scorsese was with De Niro and then later Scorsese is with DiCaprio. Uh-huh. So like here's a director that uses the same actor and they really have sort of like an interestingly sim- symbiotic relationship. That's yeah. the first angle that I think is interesting about this particular film. Mm-hmm. The second one is I know from our background you uh, started as a stage actor um, you are a film actor, but you still do stage acting, and I know that you have a real love in your heart for musical theater. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that's been very interesting about this particular film is how do you feel? What What is your experience with uh, movie adaptations of staged musicals, or musicals that were originally written for the stage, as opposed to like a Victor Victoria, which right. was written for the screen, and then they or, made or it Be- a stage, or play. any of the Disney shit, right? Beauty and the Beast, or, or any, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's like here's a musical. It's for the stage. It's performed on the stage. It's celebrated on the stage. And now we're gonna make a musical. So those are the two things I'm interested to hear you talk about. Yeah, well, uh, let's start with that one. Um, you know, I think I probably saw. Actually, I don't even think I know. I saw. Uh, mu- movie musicals f- long before I ever saw an actual musical on stage. Um, you know, I grew up kind of kind of broke uh, in a way, lower lower middle class, middle class. I don't even know what you call it these days. But um, yeah, uh, the first stage musical I ever saw actually was at uh, 99th Street Summer Theater at uh, Mother Macaulay High School. It was a production of 42nd Street. 
And oh, I wow. was fucking blown away. They had the giant coins on stage. It was a cast of, you know, fucking 500 people or whatever it was. Um, yeah. And that auditorium, for uh, people who don't know, the Mother Macaulay Auditorium on the south side of Chicago at, at uh, well, at Mother Macaulay High School, um, it's a thousand seat auditorium, right? 900, a thousand be- seat. It's, it's gigantic. It's, it's, I think it's 999. I it's think a, that's it's the a, code it's for a, it. But it's a yeah, proscenium. It's a huge. It's a proscenium yeah. stage uh, with the legit velvet curtains, floor to ceiling. Um, it's a hydraulic double thrust in the front. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, it's an, it's it's an a, impressive it's a deep, fucking place. And it's a it's a really deep, deep backstage. Yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 when they built that auditorium, they were, they were built. It's, it's a professional oh, yeah. theatrical auditorium, so is what it so is. So it's yeah. legit. So that's the first stage production I saw, but that was right before I did. Uh, God, that was probably the summer before I did Anything Goes, uh, and met you actually. Um, yeah, yeah, because that was my first uh, Mother Macaulay experience was right. uh, being the musical director for Anything Goes. So I know, so that's when we met. I yeah. know that I saw. I mean, you know, per- pursuant to our Christmas episode, I know that I saw uh, White Christmas. I know that I saw Singing in the Rain. I know that I saw West Side Story. I saw Jesus Christ Superstar. I saw I saw a ton of movie musicals long before I ever saw live performance of a musical. Um, okay. So you know, again, I mean that's part of the joy of this podcast for for me is you know i i i have an affinity for film first and foremost um it, it yeah. was only when i got into college where i really started to understand um the kind of the, the kind of delineation between stage and, and and screen acting right and just storytelling in general you know um so yeah that that's kind of my history with movie musicals and stage musicals um in terms of can, can, oh God, please go ahead yep. i want i want i want to dig a little deeper yeah. can you think of uh now you know once you kind of got into that can you think of any uh not this particular one unless that's the case uh any movie adaptations of musicals that were, where you saw or participated in the stage musical and then saw the movie adaptation and it either was it far exceeded your expectations or really, really just tanked. Just was like, no, nope. They they really missed the boat wow. on this particular music. Well, I, uh, the original West Side Story, I think, um, and we, you know, we'll, I, I'm sure I we'll talk about the the Spielberg one too at some point during our discussion tonight at Sondheim, right? Um, I think that would far exceed anything I would see on stage, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think your version, our version, I I don't think, was I in it? I don't think I was in it. Was I in it? Uh, Pir- Pirates of Penzance, when you played the Major General. Because that show was happening at that time, I did seek out the uh, the film version with Kevin Klein and mm-hmm. what was the pop singer who played? Rex, Rex Smith. No, 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 but the girl, uh, Linda Ronstadt. Oh, right? Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Rex Smith, Linda Ronstadt, right. and Kevin Klein. I will yeah. say I enjoyed our production better. Yeah, I would right, say, I would say, and this is going way back, um, and it's kind of just a personal thing. I'm sure there are many examples, but to me, that is a, a major example of, I thought the stage version that happened at that community theater on the south yeah. side of Chicago was better than the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. I, I was in it, so I can't really say. Um, well, you were <laughs> fucking phenomenal. I'll never forget the night you went up. Because there's the, uh, I oh. am the very model of a modern major general, right? And it's and a, went, you I, went up. And I went into Jerry dude, Lewis. you fucking tried so hard to get it back so many times. And then when you that finally was, got it back, what, 
Holy shit, the audience was with you the whole time. And then once yeah, you got it back. That was actually not the oh. actual show. That wasn't the show. That was uh, that was sort of like was a, it a, rehearsal a best or? of night. What was no, it? it was like a best of night. It was it was after we did the, it was like the end of the season oh, and Pat put together oh. like a thing. And one of and one of the things was, okay, okay we're going to have Don come up and do Major the Major General, General Stanley. Okay. Well, I had, when we did it, when we were doing it in the, in the original run, I'd been rehearsing sure, it every sure, week. Sure. I'd been doing it every day. I had it down. I had it pat, yeah. and then and then we basically then singing in the rain happened. And it was like a and couple. It was, it was like, like hey, two months gonna, off. It was like a yeah 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 like two months off. It was like a fundraiser. Oh, and what I okay. what I remember was I went up. I went. They stopped. Yeah. I tried to get it back. Yeah. I couldn't get it back. Then I went into a fucking weird ass Jerry <laughs> Lewis kind of routine, and then we tried it again, and I got it, and it was it was one of those things like oh thank. I think it was the audience was like. Yeah, either they were really with me, or they're like, "Thank God, this is over." No, Whatever I, it was, I was in the audience, and they were. It was we fun. Were with you, it, it was, was fun. fucking great. Um, and no, then you fun. know, to the collaboration point, you know, I, I, I wish it happened more often. You know, um, yeah. we I, I've mentioned many times on the show about how they they don't make shit like they used to, and yeah. I know that the old studio system with their contracts and their contract players and this that and the other. I know that there were problems. I know that there were abuses. I know that there were uh, advantages taken that shouldn't have been. Um, but I kind of miss, I miss that. I miss that someone like me could be hired to a contract at Warner Brothers for X amount of films. And I would be, pl- yeah. I would be plugged into a gangster flick, a cowboy flick, a musical maybe somewhere, even as an extra, whatever yeah. it might be. You're contracted for a year, two years. I think it would, they contracted them by picture, so it would be a five-picture deal, ten-picture, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I miss that, and that's what I really enjoy about the collaborations with, like you said, De Niro and Scorsese or, or, or DiCaprio well, and Scorsese. You've, you've, got like, you've got like Quentin Tarantino and Sam Jackson. Oh, yeah. You've got Christopher, Nol- Christopher Nolan and, uh, and uh, oh, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, Come on. Well, Tom Hardy, he's Nolan. used a bunch. Christian he's Bale. Christian Bale, Bale was yeah. like The Dark Knight, sure. The Prestige. Sure. He's also worked with Cillian Murphy the for thing, Dunkirk and The Dark Knight. The, yeah, yeah. The so thing, I, mean, I, like, I like that thing. Yeah. The thing that's changed about that is, you know, we're talking about major stars who can open a picture. And that is why I believe, and I, look, I, I've never had dinner with Martin Scorsese, but I'd certainly ask him the question. Uh, with with sure. no disrespect to Leonardo DiCaprio, he has come up in this uh, system. He is, uh, a, a, I think, a wonderful actor. Um, I, I don't do think too. he's the greatest fucking actor or movie star. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, like, I think he's a but wonderful he's super solid, actor. Yeah. Um, but I think that that collaboration happened out of necessity because Scorsese is handed a list of fucking actors by the studio, and like these are the people that we're approving. Pick from pick from the list, and like and once he found him, yeah, and went, oh, I like this yeah, kid. The I can fucking work with guy, this kid. the it guy knows became... his shit and can work and can work with me, and we get yeah. on. Yeah, fuck it, let's keep making movies together. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, so I think that's a good idea. Yeah, you I know, I, I look. There's a reason he's worked with Clint Eastwood, right? With uh, what was that? Yeah. The, the Edgar Hoover movie, right? He's worked with everybody, the kid, because he can open a movie, and at the time. Yeah. De Niro could do that. At the time, Pacino could do that. At the time, Johnny yeah. Depp did that, right? So yeah, I think yeah. I think that they I think that they got on Depp and Burton specifically, I think they got on, like you said, aesthetically, 
they're like on the same fucking dark weirdo page together, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think that and, kind of got and, out of hand at a certain point, but you know we can keep well, talking about that. I think it got a little but. crazy. But speaking of speaking of Burton and Depp, ooh, ooh. the movie that we're talking about today, yeah. my choice yeah. is uh, Tim Burton's version of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, starring uh, Johnny Depp and uh, uh, Helen Helena Bonham Carter, Alan Rickman, Sasha Baron Cohen. It is one of my, I mean, and the reason I'll tell you, let me tell you a little bit why I picked this yeah, movie. Yeah, please. And then I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts about it. The reason I picked this was, first of all, a, Sweeney Todd is my single, I, in my opinion, and granted, it's just a subjective opinion, sure. but in my opinion, I think, I think it is the single greatest American musical ever written. Wow. Okay. Um, and wow. and and I mean and I mean on on multiple levels mm-hmm. on uh, on on a, a score the score I've I've been in it I've I've directed it I've musically directed it mm. I've conducted the orchestra I mean I think who, this who did is... you play when you were in it you played Sweeney uh, I was I, I was no no oh, okay. no I was uh, I was just I was just a British oh, okay. I was one of the guys that got got his throat cut <laughs> sweet um, sweet <laughs> yeah in in God God that's good you know um, I was in that you know yeah. but. Uh, but uh, the thing I love about it is, is it is it is musically one of the most complicated, dense, yeah. and intelligent scores ever written. Yeah. Um, lyrically, it is one of the most brilliantly. I mean, in terms of it's sometimes brilliant with lyrics anyway. But this this is something this is something else. There's something else going on with Sweeney Todd where the lyric. There's something so extraordinary about the poetry and about the. The way he plays word games, mm-hmm. it's just I've never seen I've never well, seen anything like it before or since. It, and then the third aspect is I love the fucking subject. If you look at opera, yeah. if you look at the standard opera, operas have sex, they have violence. You know, they have this is one of the most oversexed, overviolent stories ever put to stage, and it's done in such a brilliant way that exposes. Uh, classicism, yeah. the classicism of 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 London at the time, and 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 really kind of translates to everything. It 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 carries through the concept of revenge. Mm-hmm. It carries the concept of justice and what that means. It's I think it's one of the most extraordinary pieces of musical theater ever created by anybody, and it just happens to be that Sondheim not only. Uh, wrote the music he also wrote the lyrics i right. mean this this is a fully formed mm-hmm. thing out of his fucking mind well, based on an 1846 uh penny dreadful, penny right? dreadful yeah, yeah. called a string of pearls mm-hmm. and a character and it you know and and i just think i think it's one of the most amazing things i've ever seen and i and, and i think this movie version is it's not the same as seeing it on stage, but I think it is so damn specific and so damn good well, that I could watch this movie over and over and over, almost like a Rocky film. Sure. A couple of points. Um, how many R-rated musicals are there? I mean, because oh, this wow. is this is pretty a hair, I guess you could say, because of the nudity. Sure. On stage, sure. if you choose to use nudity, I mean, it's part of the thing. But um, how it many is. fucking R-rated musicals are there? I mean, this is a hard R. Without any nudity, oh, yeah. without nudity, like it's all blood. It's well, it's, it's all, all blood and blood. Go- yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's a pretty outstanding. 
Um, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. um, the kind of wordplay that he uses in this. And, you know, Mary Lynn and I watched it together. And uh, again, for those who don't know, uh, uh, my wife, Mary Lynn, has a, a doctorate in uh, musical arts from the Thornton School of Music at USC. And, wow. uh, honey. And, um, you know, I, I, we, I just looked at her and was like dumbfounded. And she's like, yeah, no, it is, it is that good. Like, it is... Oh yeah, it's that fucking good. And a lot of what a lot of not a lot, but there had, there were a lot of moments that I noticed. Some of the wordplay wouldn't exist without the the English dialect, right? Exactly. And that's yeah, interesting. A thousand. And that's percent, interesting yeah. coming from an American lyricist and composer. So yeah. that's the kind of level that fucking Sondheim is working on, right? Like, yeah. you know, and I told her at one point, I said, you know, people toss around the word fucking genius a lot with artists. There's, this he fucking is, guy he is 100% earns it. Sondheim is the most, he's the most brilliant. And, 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 and his career tells you everything you need to know. The many adaptations of his musicals that have become movies and are living, I mean, the, the man... Hands down, created, and that's why I think I think this is his, in my opinion, his crowning achievement. Well, I think I don't th- I don't think it has all of his. I think there are you know I think there's some songs in Company or a little night music that 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 are better songs. Into the woods that, like, has are, some really good shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. like are better songs. Yeah. But I think from whole cloth, like from beginning to from the first oh, goddamn was, discordant yeah, chord yeah. to the end. It, and, and it's the only thing, honest to Christ, it's the only thing that I, I criticize this movie about is that I understand that uh, that to make an adaptation like this, you, you have to cut some Three songs. hours you have to, to 116 minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. You, have yeah. To cut, you have to cut some music. Yeah. Um, it really makes me sad that the ballad of Sweeney Todd from the beginning and the end of the musical... Mm-hmm. Uh, is 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 cut because I understand why he did it yep. because I actually think this movie ends exactly the way it needs to. Oh, yeah. But when when this movie and, and and every time I've watched it and I've watched this a dozen half a I, I'm just way wow. more times than I can even count yeah. is every time at that very last shot. Mm-hmm. He's bleeding. He's bleeding on Lucy. Spoiler alert! And well, you know, fuck it. If you haven't seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't seen it by now. You know, come on. Is is is? And then all of a sudden, the credits roll. Yeah. What I want is I want Toby to come out and start singing this the the ballad of Sweeney Todd because that's how it ends on stage. However, I'm okay with it. Like this time, this time around, what was fun for me was I watched the musical. And then I went onto YouTube and started watching the songs oh, okay. that were missing okay. by Lapone mm. and Lansbury. You know, mm. it's like all this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, that was fun. Yeah. But the, the reality is, uh, that's the only criticism that I have. I think, I think the, the thing I love about this movie and what I think makes it work so well, and I only think Tim Burton and and Johnny Depp could have done it as this well, is that when you watch uh, when you watch Sweeney Todd on stage, because it is stage. Um, you can't you can't get as grotesque with the set as you can with Phil, the performance. Yeah, no, right, and, right. And so you see the actors really exaggerating, sort of like this this melodramatic. It's a very melodramatic story. Oh, yeah. Really exaggerating. What is brilliant about Burton's thing is that with his, it, it looks like with his very German expressionistic yep, style, yep. it looks like a visual representation of that penny dreadful. Mm-hmm. And it's it's both 
totally Burton as well as perfect the story. And well, like I said, on stage, on stage, actors have to play it big. In the film, they can play really subtle because the production is so exaggerated and it's so wonderful. Well, again, I mean, you want you know, we talked about this a little bit with the Untouchables. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never really get into too much, um, you know, uh, excuse me, you never really consider production design too much when you're watching a film. Right. It should be something, it should, it should be something, part, it should yeah. be something you absorb, you see, you feel, but you, it shouldn't like, like slap you in the fucking face that like it sticks but out not of the rest with a of the Tim Burton film. No. And there's something about the way he uses production designers in his films. Now, a lot mm-hmm. of it is coming from his brain, and it's yes. on him. Yeah, it's on him to translate to his production designers, his production design team, exactly what he wants. And you know, there is something about this film, and the production designer of this film. Oh fuck! I didn't have it pulled up. Uh, I didn't either. Shit. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I mean, well, let's talk about the DP. There's the production designer, there's the DP. You know, there's something about this film where you could watch this movie in black and white, and And I think it would work. You would be missing, the only thing you'd be missing is two two colors, the red of the blood, Red. and there's there's a lot of amber that happens in this film as well. Well, the, the, actually, I would argue that there are three colors that you would miss, mm-hmm. but because I, 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 I completely well, agree and the with blue the of uh, Sasha Am- Baron Cohen, right? Oh, see, see, actually, I wasn't going to go with okay. the blue, but now okay. that you had the blue, I go, okay, it's got to be the blue. Is is that is because the the. the what I love it is, is it does, you could see it in black and white, but the red of the blood is, it's exaggerated. Oh, yeah, red. yeah, yeah. It's not, it, you know, it's very it's bright like Hitchcock red. Hitchcock psycho also, thick blood. And, yeah, the, yeah. And, and, I, and I don't know if I would call it amber so much as I would call it sepia tone. Okay. Because it's got this, and and, and, and that's really we used more about how we see London. Sure. Rather than almost anything Yeah, the kind else. of gaslight. But also. Right. But also the concept of yellow hair. Yellow yes, yes, yes. in this movie. And it's not just yellow hair. Mm. There's a lot of like accents of yellow in places that are there to remind you of his wife. Of the humanity. Of his wife. Of his, of wife. his daughter. And it's re- yes. And it's really and it's and the thing about the it is what I can lost. say about the production design yeah. is because I think the blue, because I hadn't even thought about the blue, but yeah, absolutely. There are there are things in this movie that it is so, it's kind of a washed out sort of, it's rich, mm-hmm. but it's sort of a washed out sort of like, it's like looking at a, a, a photograph taken in 1846 of London. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, and then somebody got a crayon and said, okay, yeah, but you need to notice this shit and this shit. And it's, I think it's very stark and it's very intentional because, and that's why I think it's one of the most, I think it's, there are a couple things that I that like. There are things that I love about this movie. There's like key moments to me about the movie versus seeing it live. I think, I think a little priest. I think now they cut out of that song. They probably cut half the song out mm-hmm. of a little priest, but they kept in enough that there are two things that really play. Number one, it's hysterical that again because it's a film that Johnny Depp's character shows. No emotion mm-hmm. through the entire song. Uh, I mean, it's it's extraordinary, and that's such a good song because it really exemplifies exactly what the classist. I mean, it's the, probably the most obvious 
uh, let's talk about class. You know, uh, there's people, what is it? it? I can't even think of the lines, but it's like, you know, it's the, the world is between people who eat and who, who get to eat them mm. or something, you it's know, that kind of thing. Sure. Have a little priest. Is it really good? So it's too good, at least. Then again, they don't come in sins or the flesh. So it's pretty fresh. Awful lot of fat. Only where it's at. Haven't you got poet or something like that? Now you see the trouble with poet is how do you know it's deceased? Try the priest. Lawyer's rather nice. If it's for a price. Order something else so to follow since no one should swallow it twice. Anything that's lean? Well, then, if you're British and loyal, you might enjoy Royal Marine. Anywhere it's clean, though, of course, a taste of wherever it's been. Is that squire on the fire? Mercy, no, sir, look closer, you'll notice it's grosser. Looks thicker, more like vicar. No, it has to be grosser, it's green. <laughs> History of the world, my love. Save a lot of graves, do a lot of relatives' favours. Is those below serving those up above? Everybody shaves, so there should be plenty of flavours. How gratifying for once to know that those above will serve those down below. I think, I think Epiphany. Um, cause again, Epiphany is usually just Sweeney on stage deciding that he's just going to kill everybody, right. that, 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 that he, that everybody deserves to die. Mrs. Lovett, you, you deserve to die. So do I. What's it? Um, it's interesting. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Um, oh, yeah. you know, doing some research, you know, um, apparently, well, apparently, uh, Sondheim had a Q and A with the national theater at some point. Mm-hmm. And he he said of uh, West Side Story from 1961, the OG West Side Story, said, I don't think West Side Story is a good movie at all because it's not a movie. It's a photograph of the stage. And uh, I agree with that. His book called Finishing the Hat. Uh, Finishing the Hat. Yep. Sondheim says that Sweeney Todd is a movie for the stage. And of yeah. all of his shit. Um, it's the only he one said he likes. that yeah. this is the only adaptation of his on film that he really likes, and um, he said that Epiphany. That's why I'm, I'm bringing this up. He, he yeah, yeah, Sondheim exactly. considers this the high point. Uh, what Burton and John Logan did, the screenwriter John Man, Logan, I'm tell- what they did, I'm telling you, I agree, is the yeah. high point of the adaptation, and that's coming from the it's fucking guy so himself, good. right? Yeah, yeah. It's the thing wonderful. is, Epiphany as, and again, I wrote as I was writing my notes, Epiphany as film, because Epiphany is a great moment. It is not the most uh, lyrically interesting piece in the in the film or the the musical it is not the most musically interesting piece it is a it, it just like as the title it's epiphany it is a huge turning point mm-hmm. in the film mm-hmm. and in and in the actual stage version it's it's the the end of act 1 right. so it's got to be big yeah. but as filmed it is one of the most extraordinary oh. Things to watch. It is so good. Depp is so fucking in control of those things. Everything about that sequence is mind blowing. And the only thing I think that even compares to it, 
in this film is the Joanna City on Fire oh, yeah. and, and, montage. And, 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 uh, God I'll, I'll damn. Say, there's something about, and I, I didn't get to finish this conversation with Mary Lynn the other day. It's not a duet. It's like no, it's a mul- trio. Like, there's multiple people singing. Like it happens in West Side Story too with um, uh, tonight. It's not tonight, but it's when all of them are singing. Right? There's the Jets. Yeah, there's that's the tonight. Sharks. Or, oh, there's like the mel- It's like the montage. I forget what it is. But there's like Anita is over here. Bernardo's over there. It's all of them doing the it is tonight. And I, yes. Well, but I don't know what that <laughs> is because there's something in I mean, it happens a few times in Sweeney Todd where there's someone doing this and someone doing this and someone doing this and yeah. then it's and then they meet yeah. up and then they meet up for these extraordinary moments. Yeah. They converge yeah. and like stay Joanna. Well, that, that's, to that's me, like Joanna, that to me is Sondheim. With, that to me, like, if I'm well, listening to Sondheim. shit, I'm like, that's Sondheim. And of course, Mary Lynn's like, yeah. well, Sondheim didn't create that. And I'm like, he didn't create no, it. Of but course God not. God damn, did he but kill he, it? He killed it. He knew how it to do it awesome. pretty decadent. Yeah, because well, what, I, what I love about the Joanna City on Fire oh, is so you, you, have Anthony, you have Andy Hope, and he starts with the Joanna. Then you suddenly get into Sweeney as he's realizing he's never going to see Joanna, and he's killing everybody, mm-hmm. that montage. And then you have, uh, here's a spoiler, the crazy old woman who happens to be his original right. wife, realizing Which I that, forgot that, about that, until like almost the end. And I was like, "Oh, see, that's ah, that's her. Yeah. That's I've only seen the movie and that, three times. Once in the theater. It's so funny. Once good. in the theater, and then twice at home. Uh, I, I've only seen it's it three just, times. 
but God, yeah, yeah. It's sorry. just a bad. And then, and then the last thing that I would say that is so Tim Burton, and and quite frankly, Sondheim can't take any credit for this except for the underscoring. But one of the things that is, uh, in my opinion, a highlight, and I think it's one of the most cinematically bizarre and beautiful and awful images I think I've ever seen on a screen, and I've seen a lot of shit, mm-hmm. is that final shot after Toby cuts Todd's throat mm-hmm. and Johnny Depp just sort of lowers his oh, head, he's yeah, holding that, his um... dead wife, and it's the blood coming out of his neck and just draining onto her face. And there is something, and then and then the camera just sort of goes back well, and it's like he's holding his love, and it's a, he's bleeding. It's the fucking well, crazy and it's a reverse, shot and it's kind brilliant. Of a, it's kind of a reverse play yes. on the Michelangelo, uh, uh, Michelangelo that's uh, exactly, the Pieta, right? Or Pieta, yeah, exactly. And that's, and, and yeah, it's, it's like, it's like you gotta give, of, you gotta give, Bert, you gotta give Burton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you got to give Burton some oh, yeah. credit because, man, that is Wait, one of the most I, beautiful, intelligent, the, brilliant. God, here's I the other thing shot. I want to give. Shit. Here's the other thing I want to give Burton credit for with this film. I don't know how you make the bodies splatting on a stage happen. That's the best. With the fucking you way can't. he does in the film. It's the it's it's well, you hear the you hear the clanking oh. of the of the lever, you hear the shifting of the gears, the door opens, the chair slides back, body goes down, slap, crunch, this well, what the I, fucking what I think sound is design in those moments. Oh it's, my god. Well, and it's the it's and, and that's the thing again talking about the difference between oh. a stage production and the movie is that Burton has the opportunity to cinematically it's not just cuz in any good stage production you're going to see the body get the throat get sure. cut you're going to see him go down and not thing, that many. Gonna fall but <laughs> well not that certainly not that many but what you really Man. get with 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 Burton's film is that you actually get to see that here's a dead body hitting the stones mm-hmm. below and the way the neck full breaks fucking the force head, Jesus the body kind Christ, of crumbles that's intense. oh my god yeah it's it's fucking brilliant it's really brilliant and and yeah. and yes yeah. in terms of you know musical to movie adaptations like again i i don't know i, I don't know how you do this on time i would love i've never seen it on stage I had never heard the music until I've seen oh. this movie in 2007. Oh, I did shit. see it in a movie theater because um, at the time, you know, especially I'm like Burton Depp. Fuck yeah, I'm going. Um, yeah, yeah. Had yeah. never, had never. I I knew what it was about, but never, um, never saw anything. I love Angela Lansbury. Never See, saw it on the thing YouTube I think or it's Google. Just, like it's, nothing. It's funny that you say yeah. that because the thing about it is, um, when the movie came out, I had already. At that point, I had already been in it. Mm-hmm. I had already directed it, mm-hmm. and I had already musically directed it. And wow. you know, I'd been involved in three different productions as well as having seen it on stage at least twice with different casts. Sure. And and so I really did this. The thing about it was. I was excited to see it because it's Burton and Deb, yeah. but I was also like ready. I was ready to be upset oh, of course. because. Of course. It's my. It is my favorite yeah. goddamn musical. You, have, you, you better not fuck yeah, this I mean, shit up. Have, and it was. You have cards. You have cards the in theater. that game at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I walked out of that theater, and, and and while I recognized that they really had to cut a lot of music to be able to make it a film that we could watch, I could not get over how 
unbelievably well. I'm telling you, just just in the casting. Oh, and yeah. the thing is, we're yeah. talking. We're talking. Yeah. We've had we've had stage actors from. I mean, there's no end to the stage actors that are famous that are amazing in these roles. Right. But you're never gonna find. You're never ever ever gonna find, in my opinion. Um, a better Pirelli than Sasha Baron Cohen. He's the. He, it's there's no other actor that can play that so goddamn yeah. well. He's so perfect. Mary, Mary Lynn forgot. Perfect. Mary Lynn even she forgot that Borat was in the movie. Because I, I, I mean, because at one point so I'm like, perfect. at one point I'm like, oh, here comes Borat, and she's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? And then he popped I'm on screen, you, and she's and like, he, wait a minute, what? And I'm like, yeah, he's that's so good. Sasha Baron Cohen, like. The guy it's is really, so, it's the best. It's some of, he's so much and bigger Alan than Rickman. Borat. Like the guy is oh, talented yeah. as fuck. Oh, no. like, he's so good. good and Lord. Alan Rickman is, no. is the best judge Turpin oh, I've ever seen. He's just, he, that I think guy just is like, he's so skeevy and wonderful and his voice and the fact that it can also sing and he really pulls it yeah. off and it's like, yeah. God damn it. And then, and then the thing about it is you can, and I've heard arguments both ways. You can argue whether or not Depp, has the gravity to be able to play this role, uh, but what I I think he does. But what I think is really what makes this work is that the chemistry between Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter oh. in these roles yeah. is so it's 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 mercurial. It's amazing, and and the thing about it is every time the two of them are in a scene together. Even if he's upstairs and she's downstairs, mm-hmm. and he's, they're not even in the same room. Every time there, there is something magical that fucking, about the two of them that fucking, in that film that together. Fucking montage, I've never seen anything like that. It. Fucking montage, it's so goddamn that good. montage when she's singing kind of her her love for him, and like he oh uh, he's on at the, the sea he, yeah, at the he's sea he's on the beach. Oh my and the, god, that's oh a great, my god, it's so dude, funny. Again, talk about like visual representation that I don't know how and, it happens on stage. That se- yeah. that sequence. The thing oh is, oh my god, you dude. can't do that sequence. That's what I love about that so sequence. Good. You can't do that sequence on stage. And what he does, it's Adam's family. It's completely oh, yeah. Adam's family oh, yeah. with him in that black and white striped <laughs> yeah, yeah, bathing suit. suit. Yeah, yeah, it's with the boots and the socks. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, and you know, it just. I, I think it's one of the best. And then all, if you look at it, that that montage while she's singing it, the mini outfits he wears. Uh-huh. Like when they're walking the boardwalk, right. he's got a black shirt on, but a white suit. Mm-hmm. It's just the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, it makes me happy. I don't know if you've watched uh, on Netflix Wednesday. Wednesday. I, I started it. But and I, yeah, I, yeah. Eh. See, yeah. I, I, loved, I loved every minute because I find it very charming. But yeah. it's the same sort of... It, it, what I love about Burton is he, he has a very specific... Uh, artistic. I, I went and saw. This is the thing. Uh, when when I was in Vegas, when I lived in Vegas, they have the uh, the uh, the neon boneyard. Okay, and yep. it's basically a mu- an outdoor museum mm-hmm. where they they have uh, all the old neon signs right. that were retired from all these uh, things, and they've you know redone them. And it, but it's a really amazing sort of exhibit. Well, I went when Tim Burton who loves the Neon Bourneyard and loves Las Vegas and its extravagance, he basically created a... This is what I love about Tim Burton. He didn't create an exhibit. What he did was he added elements to the already existing Mm. Neon Bourneyard that were so fucking Tim Burton. (laughs) And 
And it's something that that I, I you know, you, you could either appreciate his work or not. But what I love it is it is so specific. And it would be like you're walking around and there's there's the there's the uh, the stardust, right. which is one of the most famous signs oh, yeah. in, in history. Yep. There's the stardust sign. And right down there by the S is like a is like a, a fucking monster from Beetlejuice. <laughs> and it's just there. Right, right, right. It's just sitting there. And it's just <laughs> the most amazing. I love his aesthetic. Yeah. I love his <clears throat> ideas. And it's why I like Wednesday. Yeah. Is there is a real specific specificity to his vision oh, yeah. that you either dig it oh, yeah. or you don't. No, for I, sure. I, I, I dig it. To yeah. genuinely yeah, dig yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, ditto. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just to go back for a second about, you know, what you were saying, um, you know, uh, from what I was reading, Sondheim prefers s- actors who can sing over singers who act. And, you yeah. know, for every criticism of Johnny Depp in this film, and, and you know, you say what you want, the guy can hold a fucking tune, and he can... He yeah, carries he it can, really he well. he can fucking tell a story with his face. That's all, yeah. that's all you need. That's it. Any and, he, and, and it's not excels. like and it's not like they were recording the fucking singing live on set. You go in the fucking mm-hmm. studio, you record it until someone says that sounds really good. Let's keep that take, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's what and happened. You, it's wonderful. Yeah, you know. And I and I I I, I it's a magic again, cinema. Again, I go back to Sondheim himself saying, "This is his favorite, uh, the only I think uh, adaptation of his work that he enjoys." So you know, rest in peace. This is the fucking one. Um, you know, what else do you need? You can criticize, people can criticize Johnny Depp all they want. Fuck it. This is, it was great. It was a phenomenal film. And I'm, uh, thank you Triple for, feature. and thank you for picking it because honestly, I hadn't revisited this in a long time. And, um, it's brilliant. yeah, it's so fucking worth it. It's so worth it. If you all haven't seen it, please take the hour, uh, what is it, 116 minutes. Go watch them. It's really, yeah. it's on it's HBO. So I saw it on it. HBO Max. Um, I did. Uh, go good. check the it thing out. Is I it's own so it. good. I, I actually own own it. Yeah, of streaming the Burton of it. of the Burton films, this is one I don't have. This so is... I'll have to I'll have to yeah. rectify yeah. that. The first thing you do when you start a band is talk about your influences. That's how you figure out what kind of band you want to be. So who do you like? Blondie. Christina Aguilera. Who? No. Come on. What? You. Shortstop. Puff Daddy. Wrong. Billy. Liza Minnelli? What are you, you guys? This project is called Rock Band. I'm talking about bands that rock. Led Zeppelin. Don't tell me you guys have never gotten the lead out. Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. Ring any bells? What about Sabbath? ACDC. Motorhead. Oh, I'm just going to give you both my triple features, and then you can give me both your triple features right as opposed to go back and forth. Right um, it's been a while since we've done this format, so I can't remember how we used to do it, but we're just going to do it this yeah, way. Um, my triple feature, I focused on on what I think, in my opinion, musicals that are either equal to or surpass the stage versions. Okay. And and uh, my first one is 2002's Rob Marshall's Chicago. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a spectacular 
First of all, I think it's a great musical. I just love this musical. I love the music. I love the storyline. I think it's really fun. Yeah, noir, I think Chicago, it's playful. Fucking you know, 20s. Uh, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, it's just a blast. I think Ron Marshall does an, an amazing job of staging things. I think his cell block tango oh, yeah. is oh, among the so best. Good. It's among so the best cinematic versions of a song I've ever yeah. seen. I also think, with the exception, and I, I think there with the three leads, I think there's only one. I think. Uh, uh, Renee Zellweger is a really for a movie a, the perfect Roxy Hart. She's talented. She's, she's talented as fuck. I have not seen her I Judy Garland so, yet, but I I want to it's see it. Brilliant. Is it? She's it's one of the best things okay. I've yeah, ever I seen her see do. I want to see it, and I think she's great. I will say I think, I'm a little uh, thrown off by Richard Gere in this movie. That's what I was going to say. That's the one thing is is and, and the thing about it is Billy Flynn is a tough character. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be charming. I mean, the thing about it is, uh, who is it? Uh, Lenny Briscoe. Tell me. Tell me. Uh, I don't know Lenny Briscoe. I don't know. What do you mean? From Law and Order. It, who was the original Lenny, oh, uh, um, Billy Flynn? Uh, oh. Uh, Lenny, uh, Lenny Briscoe. Fucking, um, ah, fuck me. God damn it. Jerry Orbach. Thank Jerry you. Orbach. Okay. Yes. The thing Jesus. is, Jerry Orbach. I didn't know he was the OG was a, of the show. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Orbach was the original Billy Flynn, okay. and what was nice about Jerry Orbach, and I've seen him perform uh, songs from it. He's not a great singer, no. but he's so perfect for the Can role. Can I be honest? I, th- I Christo- yeah. Christopher Walken from Pennies in Heaven playing this role would have been, and, and that's Come the on. thing is is there's perfect. The, the thing about it is I like Richard Gere a lot, but I don't think he's got not in this. Everything that everybody else in the cast no. has. So that's and Catherine uh, that's Zeta Jones. Like one. to this point, she's so uh, to good. this point. I think. I mean, was Traffic? I think Traffic was before this. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely that movie with Sean Connery. Whatever that fucking heist movie was. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, only saw her in like that kind of. I don't know. But to, to, God, she is fucking talented. She, holy cow, she's so good holy in cow. this movie. And that again, God, that's damn. one of those things where I, where I like I say Burton had Depp and Bonham Carter, and they are, the chemistry is perfect. I think uh, Zellweger, oh, yeah. um, and her, she they they both have the chemistry between the two of them is extraordinary, uh-huh. and. Uh, Queen Latifah's mama is, is the She's fucking great. goddamn bomb. And then you got, so, and then of yeah. course you got our Chicago boy John C. I mean, come on, Dude, that and he's so guy. good, he's so good. He's no, it's good, it's and great. he owns it. It's great, he owns it, that it, song. It really is great casting. Aside from fucking mm-hmm. Richard Gere, it's the only thing that when I've seen that, I don't know, and I would like totally twice. agree with you. Only seen the movie twice, and like, I would totally that's agree with my, that. That's my that's my sticking point. But yeah, solid flick. Solid flick. Number two. Yeah, yeah. And then my my second of my triple yeah. feature is not not the original 1968 Oof. West Side Oof. Story, Oof. but this, Oof. which I find very and and, and I don't find problematic for anything. No. It, it's fine. It's fucking West Side it's Story. It's fine. It's it's. Come I mean, it's West Side Story. But I think the Spielberg 2021 uh, version of West Side Story. Uh, I the, the thing okay. is, you need to revisit it no, because I'm telling I you, I loved the shit out of it. Oh, like, okay. Because like, I think on. it is so goddamn good. Hold on. Shit. Like, oh, I love it. Like Richard Gere, I'm going to say Ansel Elgort, if that's how you fucking say this guy's name. I don't give a fuck about whatever problematic bull. I don't fucking care. His He is terrible in this film. Now, I'm not saying. Which, uh, which, which I don't know the name. Tony. What's, what's the ro- He's Tony. Ansel Elgort. Oh, yeah. 
Good I'm not going to look. Right, the original I said, Tony. I don't know the, name. the original Tony is not fucking mind blowing. The role itself is doesn't lend itself to a lot of work. See, see, but fucking Ansel Elgort. You could have okay, fucking put say, cardboard I, in there, and it would have no, been more entertaining. Well, the thing is, th- first of all, I would argue, this is what I would argue, is that it's sort of like, this is what I, and, and again, it's Romeo and Juliet. What I think is interesting is that the characters in Romeo and Juliet that are the interesting characters. Oh, I mean, you know, Mercutio, aside from the fact. Tybalt. Uh, and Banquo. Uh, and Banquo. I mean, well, the, Banquo's Macbeth. That's what I'm. Or no, no, but, uh, Tybalt. You're right. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Tybalt, um, yes, but 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 that's the thing is so so. In the casting, oh, Benvolio. That that's what you were thinking of, maybe. Thank there you, thank Benvolio. you, thank you. Yeah, anyway. In the casting that counts uh, yeah. in Spielberg's West Side Story, he fucking. God. I'm sorry, Anita. his riff. That guy. That guy oh, that riff plays riff. Fucking, the woman that plays Anita. Though, those two are outstanding. Outstanding. Just magnetic. And, and I will say, and I will say, what they did. Uh, what what yes. Spielberg and I know what Kushner you're say. did I know what you're with say. Rita Moreno's character was, I mean, like, heartbreaking. Like, it was wonderful. I'm telling Usually you. it's Doc, right, in that scene. That's the character. Yeah. Doc. Well, and what they Doc's did wife. is his she... wife. Oh, my God. And the fact that the Doc is, was probably white, she sings... married to a Puerto Rican. Yeah, well, and that well echoes, he was white. They right. show a picture. And that echoes where they're at now, the young kids. Oh. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And, I'm going to cry. And I got to be honest it. with you. so good. I think so one of the mo- I think one of the most brilliant touches I, again like I, I don't really have a problem with Ansel whatever his name is because Elgort. I don't think that character is the most in- <laughs> it's not the most interesting character no. he fills he fills a role sure. it's fine I think the woman that the, the young lady that plays Maria is actually quite she's extraordinary wonderful. I think she's, she's wonderful. really really wonderful. lovely and wonderful yeah. but yeah. I'm telling you the moment that the, there are a couple of cinematic things that Spielberg does we're talking about yeah, cinema yeah. that he does yeah. with this goddamn movie and Kushner does with the screenplay yeah. that 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 take it beyond the stage that oh, make yeah. it not better but to, to, to add real dimension, yeah. I think the Officer Krupke scene in oh, that oh far that better than just, the original is a clown show in the original far better than the original yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, having Rita Moreno, first of all, having Rita Moreno in there could have been a gimmick. Oh, yeah. It, yes. But what no. made it not a gimmick is that they had her play, they had her sing well, by herself mm-hmm. in a, in in her shop, mm-hmm. there's a place for us. Yeah. And that moment, if, well, if there's anything in that movie that makes it like, okay, in terms of homage, in terms of understanding sort of the history of West Side Story, in terms of yeah. looking at the 68 film, looking at the stage play that was written and having that moment, that is one of the most lovely, heart-wrenching, and, and kind of inspiring moments of almost any musical turned into a be, movie I've ever because seen. Because it's backed up by story. It's you know, so goddamn good. It's backed up by story, and that that's mm-hmm. that's what they did with her. I'm, I'm, and yeah. I, I love that they had her as a producer on it. You know, I, oh. I, I love that they consulted Lin Manuel Renda and 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 everything about the dialogue. It was a very conscious. So it was good. a very conscious. Um, it remake. was conscious. Well, what you know, I, without what I being liked about woke, it, what I, without being woke, exactly. Yes, that's exactly it what was I like. Conscious, is, is but that not it, woke. It, 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 it was, yeah. it was, it was, yeah. it was respectful, yeah. and it was smart, mm-hmm. and used used those things that were missing in the original yeah. to the betterment of the storytelling without being an obnoxious rant right. or lecture. And right. I think, and the thing is, for my money. That is, it, 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 and so my triple feature yeah. is, in yeah. order, yeah. 
You're going to watch Chicago. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to watch Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to watch West Side Story, Story yeah. 2021. Yeah. And for, so what's and, your and, triple well, feature? Well, and, and just for a second, and for my money, oh, if I don't cry at the end of West Side Story, something's wrong. And I fucking, I, and cried, I fucking still cried at I the end cried of this movie. Five or I six cried five or six times. Dude, oh, no, I times. cried throughout multiple the movie. Times. Throughout no, 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 no. the movie. I'm bawling to the up. point where I have to pause it because I'm weeping yep. openly. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah it's, yep. it's the best. Uh, America? The best. That fucking staging of oh, America? God. Oh, my God, It's dude, the best dude. staging. All right, oh, we'll, my God. We'll, she right, is right, so good. We'll have to do a double feature cover of both West Side Stories at some point for an episode because I think that's yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. All right, so my yeah. my triple feature, um, look, I, you know, I'm just going to go in uh, chronological order. Um, 1994's Ed Wood. Uh, it's a oh. another a pairing. Uh, four years later, after uh, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Ed, uh, Johnny Depp and Tim Burton teamed up again. For the uh, and I think it's one of, of the best one of the best movies ever. Biopic, made. biopic, whatever you want to call it. Um, Such a good pick. Such a good. It's pick. fucking this movie is uh, this almost was going to be my my uh, next pick after. Oh God, this I love almost, this movie. We so will much. cover this movie because it's outstanding. Yeah. Dude, um, dude, when you put it on the thing that this was your pick, oh, yeah. I watched it. I oh, I bought it. Phenomenal. Because I didn't own it, yeah. and I bought it and watched it because. It, it's so good. It's so it's fucking. So and, and again, it's one of those things where you get this, where you have a director who has a very specific vision. You have a story that has a very specific story. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you have Johnny Depp. And you have and this love of cinema. God, like, we, t- yeah, we talk about this. We love. talk about this a lot with with certain directors who, you know, pay homage and and they they steal from each other and they pay their respect. There is such a fucking love of cinema. That Tim Burton has, um, oh, he and 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 he kind of pours his heart out for his love of cinema into this every time, movie. every time. I mean, Mars every, Attacks. Well, he does has it some of it too, every like, movie. He does. He does. He this does. This is the movie. But this is the. But this is the. When movie. you make movies, when filmmakers make movies about Hollywood and about filmmaking, it like comes yeah. out. It comes out even more. And Dude, this and is I'm going to tell you, so Martin, Martin Landau, oh, God, Martin just... Landau as Bella Lugosi is it. Well, I mean, he won an Oscar for oh, it, yeah. but uh, d- despite the reward, the award he got, the fact is he is almost. It, and, and it's one of the things Martin Landau has always been a decent actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. I think he was. I think he was one of the best parts of Tucker, which I oh, think wow, is I a great seen that movie. In a long time. I always God, remember I him. The movie. first time I saw him was uh, North by Northwest, where he played J- okay, yeah. James Mason's sidekick yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, he's he's always, it, but but it almost like this is the. It's one of those things. What I love about this movie, and this is my perspective on it, is that Tim Burton took Martin Landau and gave him a role that would make Bella Lugosi. You know, it's like it, there, there's something about the gravity of taking Martin Landau, who is a really good character actor, mm-hmm. but not the greatest character, and giving him a role so goddamn good, so well that that Landau just eats this role. Oh, yeah. He just wholly inhabits yeah. it in such a way that you complete without any dialogue that ne- necessarily it's... necessitates it. You understand why. Johnny Depp's Ed Wood so desperately 
idolizes him and wants to help him. Well, it's the best goddamn thing I've ever seen Martin Landau do, and, and it's one of the best things I've seen Johnny Depp and do. And for all the acting that Johnny Depp is doing in a lot of these scenes, a lot of character work, they're big. a lot of character it's, work. It's, it's big. big. It's, it's, it's big. big but it's still, it's big still, but it's still grounded. It's still grounded it in works. a lot of ways. I every agree. time, no, maybe not every time, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but like in my memory, every time he's working opposite Landau, oh. Ed takes kind of a back fucking seat because well, Landau's doing this fucking work and it's almost, it's it's the, kind of this amazing thing where it's almost Johnny Depp standing in awe of Landau yeah. doing this amazing work. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know. I would all, I would all, well I would also add to it that again we're talking about that chemistry and it's something you can't I mean you either have it it either works or it doesn't yeah. you've got Depp and 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 Bonham Carter have that chemistry yeah. that just that just feels right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp and Martin Lando for some reason the oh, two dude, of them on just screen together them, playing those roles are, it's just but, electric but there are so, it's magic yes and and there are so many fucking weirdos in this movie that it's just like yeah. I mean Sarah Jessica it's Parker so who I usually can't fucking stand is great in she's this. brilliant in this um, she's great Patricia Arquette is always a weirdo oh Jeffrey God, Jeffrey Jones good. is problematic as he's turned out to be <laughs> very weird Bill Murray still as good. problematic Bill as Murray. he has turned out to be like just yeah. this like the, but like a fucking cast of weirdos in this movie directed by it's a fucking best. weirdo starring a weirdo yeah it's it's yeah. really phenomenal so Ed Wood. 1994, and then I'm gonna go. Brilliant, uh, great. Pick. 1999, Sleepy Hollow, also directed by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp. Yep. I'm gonna say that it has a lot of the same vibe as yep. Sweeney Todd. Um, clearly a different story. You know, it's the the, the what is it? Uh, yeah. the, what is it? Uh, Washington Irving. Washington right, right? Irving. So, yeah, about? Washington Irving. But fucking. Yeah, but Hedless again. Horse, but man. again. All of these amazing characters, Christina Ricci, Miranda Richardson, Michael Gambon, yep. Christopher Lee, yeah. again, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. Um, just uh, just an outstanding cast. Great fucking, and it's a fun movie. Great fucking production value. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's actually, I was reading uh, an interview with, with Burton, and he said, actually, it was like the first time I was directing a straight up horror movie. And it's like, that's oh, yeah. kind of funny because I like horror movies. And I'm like, yeah, but what about Sweeney yeah. Todd? Because that was kind of a horror movie. But um, It's kind of a horror movie, but yeah. But yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, I you know, you. again, I'll go with the production value. It just is like, holy fuck. It's, it, it, it is a penny dreadful come to life, like you said about Sweeney Todd. Like, yeah. it, it jumps yeah. off the screen with its, its production value. So... And the thing about it is, the thing about it is, again, we go back to that chemistry thing. Mm-hmm. There was a real good chemistry between Johnny Depp. Maybe it's just Johnny Depp. Maybe he's the guy he's that's got the chemistry. He's great. It just works. Yes. Because he and Christina Ricci, I love, I have, well, I have the biggest heart on for Christina Ricci that I will ever have. And sure. I have since she played Wednesday as sure. Adams. But the two of them on screen together, just it just it just clicks. Well, it's funny because it there was in some really, interview really too. Solid way. There was some interview too with him, or was it her? I can't remember. Because they were in Mermaids together when he was dating mm-hmm. the Cher movie um, with Winona Ryder, and it was when Depp was dating Winona Ryder. But Ricci was like a, right. she was like a tiny fucking child at that point. Yeah, she and was. So she was just year, a kid. all those years later playing kind of love interests in a movie like she was kind of weird I want to say it was an interview with her where she was like yeah it was it was kind of fucking weird but like I'm an actor and that's my job so 
But yeah, it was a little weird because the first time I met they him, have good I was chemistry. a tiny kid. The thing no, is, they, because they're good they actors, really, really, really Period. well together. They're, they're good actors. Curious, but it's be the thing is, it's I guess that's the thing. I and, and I haven't quite you know. I don't think there's a way you can kind of classify it. I think it's it, it. There's something more than they're both good actors. It's that they're um, both good actors and they elevate each other. In I mean, again, going back to to Landau and Depp, sure. they're both good actors. Sure. But together, there's something ethereal that is hard. You can't pin down, but you can't yeah, take they're just, your yeah, eyes it's, off it's of it. It's like simpatico soul, right? Like, Yeah, there's something yeah. amazing about that, and I really like yeah. that. So, look, I don't know how I would play these. I like. I mean, maybe I would do... I really maybe like, your, I would do I like your triple feature. Sweeney Todd for... Well, maybe I would do... I would do Sweeney Todd See, for uh, Sleepy Hollow and then Ed Wood. Maybe. I think. I don't know. See, I would, I do, I would do Sleepy Hollow first, okay. uh, Sweetie Todd, and, and then, then Ed Wood. Wood. Okay, but, uh, yeah. we're, we're in the same, we're in the same, we're in the same yeah. wheelhouse. I, yeah. the, I actually think the thing about it is, I like both of our, as opposed to like other, I think both our triple features are so goddamn good. <laughs> I'd watch all of them. List, if that listeners, if <laughs> listeners aren't watching all five fucking movies, yeah, right. they're fucking idiots. Yeah, right. Because these are these are a series of and, amazingly good movies. And like some other, I break up the, I break it up and have the musicals be in between so that sure, it's not sure, just yeah, straight yeah, musicals. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And like some, unlike some other uh, triple features, I think we will cover. Probably all of those. Those are all those of them. Are fucking all of solid, these films. Solid picks. Solid. All right, trailers. Here we go. Tra- we're finally back to trailer geeks. Let's we're going to start it. with your trailer geek. Right, trailer geeks. Ass. Here is your pick. Let's do it. In this house. 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 A rink. Based, All right, kind tell, of, me, kind tell of, me about kind this. Of, kind of based, That's a fucked up yeah, looking trailer, kind of, dude. It, I, I believe it's kind of based on the, to the children. Skin a rink, a dink a doo, skin a rink a doo. I I've love never heard of that. You. Well, I have a two year old, so that's, yeah. Skin a rink. All right, fair enough. It's kind of a enough. children's song. Um, 
the fucking uh, synopsis is really shitty. Two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing, and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Oh, f- fuck now, you. Fuck you. Now, the this director... Is, this is awful. The director uh, is quoted as saying, <laughs> I have a YouTube channel where people can comment with their nightmares uh, they've had, and I would recreate them. The most commonly shared one was basically the same concept. I'm between the ages of 6 and 10. I'm in my house. My parents are either dead or missing, and there's a threat I have to deal with. I was interested in that because I have vivid nightmares from that time, too. I thought it was amazing that almost everyone seems to have that dream, so I wanted to explore this thing. I just ran with it and turned it into a movie. Now, this was shot during the pandemic. It's a micro-budget film that only cost $15,000. Um, Are, film, you Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How do you stars, make a film for fifteen grand? The film stars his two Shit. children. Uh, I believe it was oh, shot wow. at his house. Um, oh my god! The, uh, there's a description here from Variety.com with visuals that combine David Lynch's low file. Excuse me, with visuals that combine David Lynch's lo-fi style from Inland Empire, with the aesthetic of dusty mm. '70s family movies pulled from the attic. It's a claustrophobic hallucination that blends the scariest ideas from childhood into a dreamy, dreadful experience. Uh, the re- I want to I want to point out I want to point out that at the end of the trailer, and you can't obviously hear this, it says coming to theaters in 1973, and then it does that. 2023. Right. I, I, I really it's like that. Cool. I really like fucking that. cool. Um, part of the reason I'm I'm hyping this movie. Um, it, it hit a bunch of festivals uh, during 2022 and apparently got uh, pirated during one of those festivals because there was a what there was an online they, they were it was like an online festival and somehow it got fucking okay. it got fucking pirated um, and Shutter acquired it uh, it premieres when this episode when this episode we're recording right now drops on January 13th right. That's that's when this drops. That's right. Okay. The, 13th, the so movie yeah. premieres on Shutter on January thirteenth. So then I'm going to watch. If you it don't on have Shutter, please subscribe should. to Shutter. Shutter is going through some weird shit right now. Uh, it's or it's, yeah, it's, like it's, what? It, well, it's owned. Uh, it's part of the. Uh, is it Turner Classic that owns it? There's some conglomerate that fucking owns Shutter, and they're starting to lay a shit ton of people off. Um, Shutter. Uh, Shutter well, is happening. one of those. Places that is looking at not, maybe they're going to shut down. I don't know. I, oh, I that would not. be a real. It would be that really would be a fucking real bad because that channel has been curated to the nth degree from the fucking. It's such onset. a good channel. It's a great fucking streaming service. It's not that expensive. If you love horror no. movies, please subscribe to Shutter. Um, it's worth it if you only watch two or five movies a year. Like it's if, really worth the, it. The thing, the thing about it is, yeah, the thing is, it's one of the, you know, the, and the we are not paid is, by shutter, my, by the way, to say this. I'm no, just we are not. Saying they this. are not a sponsor, no. but I completely agree with you. It's one of the few streaming services that are not what I would consider mainstream. No. You know, it's not Netflix right. or, that I subscribe to because I've, it's just, it has so many, well, I mean, yes. All right, I'm, I can't wait it's to watch so this movie. It's so curated, that fucking channel, you know? Um, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's so well done. So that's and partly why I'm picking this. Too. It drops on the 13th of January. Um, it's not a found footage movie. It is a narrative film. No. Um, yeah, it's a film. Yeah, I can't, I've not seen it. I cannot wait to check it out. So All right, that's, that's my trailer. That's, that's part of the fun. Yeah. 
You know, and it's interesting. Have you seen, and I'm just going to deviate real quick. Have you seen any of the movies that were in your trailer geeks for 2022 that we didn't see during 2022 that you've watched? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I I texted you about a couple, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because that's one of the things we do. Because I saw, I'm not looking at I the saw list. Black Phone. I finally saw oh, the Black yeah, yeah. Phone, and I fucking loved. Yeah, it was like uh, I loved it. Yeah. No, Zan, you weren't. But then again, you weren't. You weren't around in 1978, and I was. No, and that just was around. But I was around. Ah, I was around that just hit. Yeah, but I was around during the 80s when there was all that fucking uh, creeper in a van shit. Yeah, I know, you know, but I'm telling you, 1978, there, there is, it's, it's why, and one of these days we're going to do Days and Confused. Oh, yeah. Because that was me when I was a kid. That was me when I was a kid. So what whether did it's I see? a good Wait, movie or not. I'm looking at it now. Unbearable Wayne of Massive Talent I saw is streaming, so I'm going to check that oh, out now. What did you think? No, no, no. Okay, I'm going to check okay, it out. I haven't I, checked it out yet. It's so fucking I'm stupid and funny. I loved it. list to see if there's anything more. I did see Nope. I think we talked about that. I like Nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, oh, yeah, Top yeah. Gun All Maverick. Right, well, I didn't see. There you go. You finally and saw I really, it. I, love I really it. fucking like it? enjoyed it. I, you know, it's so good. It's a little. It's stupid. I, it's super jingoistic. Liked, it's very like hey, pro America. It's it's fun. I think I liked all of it until the fucking mission at the end, and the fucking Which is the convenience Star Wars. and the convenience of like saving the guy yeah. i was like eh, had to happen had to happen part of the narrative all right well speaking of speaking of convenient speaking yeah. of uh kind of uh borderline stupid yeah but something that i cannot wait to see and not only can i not wait to see it uh-huh. my mother really wants to see this oh, movie boy. here we go here is my trailer for this week Medic! Oh, Jesus. What is that? Beth, we should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry. Check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 no. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on me. The bear, it fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. There was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. Cocaine bear. Cocaine fucking bear. I'm sorry. You know, Love it. I'm telling you, dude, it's Le- it's Ray Liotta's last film. It is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. But fuck you. Well, this is the I can't stand my mother. This thing is, I want to see yeah. this. My mother Who, wants to see this. Everyone's mother this wants to see this. This is the craziest bullshit. Insane. I can't. I can't wait to see Cocaine what's Bear. Even, it's so stupid. I can't stand what's it. What's even I love more it. insane is. This this is based on a true story. 
Well, true-ish, yes. I mean, true-ish, yes. We don't know if the bear went on. Clearly, the bear didn't go on a, a fucking multi-person a fucking death spree. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But the, what the fuck, dude? Let's go with it. What the fuck? I can't. I, dude, yeah, this, the thing about it is, and, and this comes from somebody that actually did see Sharknado. Oh, yeah. We, I did the, we did the soundtrack for that. And, oh, yeah, it's terrible. And, 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 felt, and felt bad Oof. about it. I felt bad about it. I still want to see Cocaine Bear. Oh, no, no, no. I still want to see on. Cocaine this Bear. This has way more prestige going for it than fucking Sharknado, dude. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's some this good actors does not, in this fucking thing, This does thing, not man. have Ian Ziering from fucking 90210 in it, okay? This has like it's, a solid fucking you. cast. This is directed really? This is directed by a solid fucking actor. I, I, what else is she directed? Do you know? Uh, uh, I've Elizabeth Banks. I don't even know if she's directed anything. Oh, else. she direct. Well, oh, no, she directed. Um... She directed my least favorite film of that particular year, which was the Charlie's Angels. Oh, uh, that one. feminist version. Oh, the remake. That was she a did piece the remake of shit. Oh god. Oh, that was sucked. No, no, I didn't even that see it. So bad. No, I didn't see that. However, she also. It's however. I don't care. It's it's Cocaine Bear. I don't but care she also how produced, bad she... she produced those song movies with the. With no, the she fucking, did. The, um... She did the. The Pitch Perfect yeah, yeah, movies, yeah. which I Those love. Those are fucking fun. They're guilty pleasures. They're, fun. Right? they're a blast. Yeah, they're fun. And I love Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I love oh, Anna she's Kendrick. Great. She's the only great. thing, the only thing, the only thing that would make Cocaine Bear better is if Anna Kendrick was That's in true. it. That's true. Because I just, I can't wait. That's true. This, this seems movie. fucking insane. Everybody, but I'm gonna, watch the fucking trailer. I can't. It's mind blowing. Uh, it's, it's mind blowing. Well, the thing is, <laughs> when when the trailer, this is the thing, is when the trailer. Ooh. Is so goddamn entertaining that you're just hooting in the theater. Yeah. How can you not Here, pay your eight to twelve bucks right. and see it in the theater? I mean, come I, on. I, I come on. I want to see this. I mean, look, I want to <laughs> see this. Period. Right. But even I if guess, even yeah. if I was skeptical, let's say I'm skeptical. Yeah. I want to. Sure, right. I want to see this just to see how the fuck they nail tone in this movie. Dude, I dude, just, the tone I, is set. It's one of the best moments in the gun. And I've I've seen this trailer at least six times <laughs> in movie theaters. And and the moment that I, I literally want to stand up and cheer is that they're in it's the last shot of the the trailer is that they're in the uh, the ambulance and they're driving and the ambulance doors are open and the bear is chasing yeah, them. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden there's this profile shot. There's there's the fucking EMS truck, and there's the bear, and it's a slow motion jump as the bear jumps at from the, back, the road yeah, yeah, at the back. Of the, leaps, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. it's, and, and it's it's almost like this bear is John Wick, yeah, except it's bear. Yeah, I swear to God, I cheer every time I see that bear jump. I go, that's the fucking movie. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. It's movie. pretty outstanding. It's pretty outstanding. It's. Yeah. Stupid fun, and sometimes you just gotta have some stupid fun. Oh yeah, man. no, I can't wait. It's gonna be that's gonna be right. something. Yeah. So that is the episode. Yes, what is the movie that you are choosing for our next episode? You know, like I said earlier, I was I was debating going Ed Wood because I wanted to maybe continue the, the I would have done Death that. Burton. You know, um, we, uh, I know, so but I know we will cover that again. Yes, at so, some point yeah, down the question. line. I know we will cover probably Edward Scissorhands and some of the other ones down yes. the line. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play that. We game. haven't done musicals a lot. I think we talked about this a little bit when we did the Christmas episode yeah, with this, like Christmas. Yeah. Um, Technically, this is the first like stage oh, yeah. musical to, oh, yeah. to movie yeah. that we've done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to continue that at least for one more episode. All right. um, Jesus Christ Superstar. 
Oh, you are my favorite person on the planet Earth, Donnie Smith. 1973. I love that Directed movie. by Norman God, Jewison. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, based on the Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice uh, stage musical, which actually started out as a uh, concept album because they couldn't raise the money to do it as a musical. So they cut an album together first to raise the money to do the fucking musical. It's got a hell of a fucking story to it. Um, uh, I, 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 I have a soft spot for this film. Uh, I love because it. Because, I again, I think it's one of the... And I have seen Jesus Christ Superstar on stage at least twice. Um, this is, this again, this is one for me where the movie will trump any stage version I think I'll ever see. Yeah. Kind yeah, of like well, you and, and I would right? Yeah. N- Number one, I would agree with you. Yeah. And number two, I own the I own the album. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I own the, the vinyl. LP. I own the vinyl. No, no. Yeah, the vinyl. Yeah, yeah the vinyl. Yeah, uh, I've got it. Yep. Oh god yep. damn it. Yep. All right, all right. Yeah. I'm actually thrilled because what I love is when you either one of us, it's like, hey, here's a movie, and I go, oh, I haven't seen that in so long. I can't wait. Yeah. To revisit yeah. it. And usually this would maybe be like an Easter pick, but you know what? Since we're already yeah. we're, since we're no, already on it. musical. I, I think this Let's is this is the it. way to fucking go. This is the way to go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar is next. So uh, is the next episode. All right. That was Sweeney Todd. Word. That was our triple features. And I hope everybody sees what was the name of your your trailer? Skinamarink. 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 There you go. And Cocaine Bear. Yeah. And we'll see you in two weeks. Rock and roll. Rock Thank and roll, you people. for listening. And uh, keep watching movies. Welcome back. Welcome back.